What's up, people? Happy Friday. Happy Friday, your party, baby. You have just checked into the patio. <laughs> You've checked into for worthy cheek chat and the living room, and we are back on the patio. It's a nice summer day. And we're out here enjoying, well, it's not summer, it's spring, but we're out here enjoying this day. Did you hear those sounds when we came in? Hey, it takes to make a, uh, uh, it takes to make things go right. We're JJ Pratt and we're here to rock. Did you hear the music? You might not have, depending on what outlet you may use for your podcast. But um, if you're on Anchor, then you heard all of my DJ moments that I just had. And if you don't know who I am, I am Crystal Worthy. And this is Worthy Chick Chat. Chick Chat, it's a double entendre. It's basically where you're from, who you're with. Kind of says you're about fashion, beauty, and entertainment. And today we've got some entertainment for you, okay? So we're going to get started in a minute with some entertainment news. Tell you what's going on. Um, we've got a hot topic today. And if you haven't figured it out, if you haven't been on social media, basically... I was raised in the 80s. Raised meaning truly raised. There's some differences out here in society. We got a bunch of liars. A bunch of liars and deceit and deceitful people. Man, I don't know when they was raised. They didn't have to be raised in the 80s, but it, were they even raised? And let's take a look at how you may even be raising your children. What are you letting them get away with? And what will we have to deal with moving forward? If you're not disciplining them. Anyway, come back in the room. We've got some stuff to talk about. Oh, and we got some fashion ladies. Got some new products and things we need to try out. Um, and so come on back in. Come on in. I don't know if you're driving home from work. I didn't even ask you. I'm sorry. How was your week? How was your week? It's Friday. <laughs> you just checked into the living room. Listen, get home safely. Drive safely. Or if you're at home... Take a seat. Relax. We'll be right back. It's your girl, Crystal Worthy, for Worthy Chick Chat. Chick Chat. We're in the living room. How you living? See you in a minute. we're back it's crystal Sechak. <laughs> no reminds me of pat Sechak. he used to always come back on and it anyway yeah i was raised in the 80s i'm and 90s but um yeah if anybody is tuning in i know naja nay will not be tuning in with us today she's at work um naja is my co-host one of my co-hosts because there will be a few more uh coming on that represent the worthy chicks if you don't know worthy chicks is our younger audience um that represents our college girls on down and we just think that our show ha- needs to have a good representation as we in- inspire one another and try to become worthy each day because God alone is worthy all by himself. But he's our daddy. So if you're just tuning in, that's kind of our, our, our motto is we've identified truly who our father is. And so we should be acting accordingly. <laughs> and my last name is worthy. And I always have not. No, not at all. Really, truly didn't identify what the name really meant to me um, just a few years ago. So I thought I'd share it. But listen, come on in the living room. 
we've got some stuff to share today in regards to (laughs) our Worthy Chic Entertainment News. Oh my goodness. So I don't know if you were tuned into the living room last week um, for the patio edition, but last week we talked about, and I got a little little feedback, we talked about what that mouth do. (laughs) What that mouth do and the music we listen to and what we speak Really, we were just talking um, about the things that come out of our mouth. Are you speaking positive affirmations, you know, throughout your day? Are you speaking life or are you speaking death in, in dry situations? Are you speaking what is manifesting in your life? So we got down to some Bible basics, basically, and to talk about a couple of those things. Um, and then just the music that we listened to, we talked about um, some artists that we're in a bit of trouble because murder was the case that they gave them. No, just ki- not kidding, because it's really not funny. But YNW Melly uh, last week we found out um, has been uh, com- not convicted, but he has been um, in jail now for dom- double homicide. And he just so happened to have a record out called Murder on My Mind. So that was our topic last week, just discussing that. And if you're just tuning in, you know, we talk about some of everything here. We talk about the latest in entertainment. I mean, we live in this world, right? We've got to talk about the things of this world before we can even start to share um, some of the great things about the gospel, you know, and how God truly wants us to really try to live. Um, We got to kind of make it relevant for today's time. So that's kind of what I've been charged to do. But listen, got some great things that are happening in the news and some not so great things. Um, Today's topic, as you as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about being raised in the 80s and what that really meant. Um, But let's get started with our entertainment news. Are you ready? I got to get some sounds. I need some sounds or something. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that actress Raquel Bailey. I guess we'll be hearing her name a lot now. She's made herself famous um, because she paid $2,000 for a billboard for Tyler Perry to see. Um, so, yeah, she said, hey, I'm going to spend two grand and Tyler's going to see me. I, he's going to see me and I'm going to let him know that I am the best thing since sliced bread and he needs me in his next movie. Well, uh Tyler wasn't too pleased with that. He felt as though it was a very ignorant gesture, (laughs) for lack of better words. Um, Tyler said, you know, he commended the fact that um, she wanted to do something, but he did not like how she went through with it. He stated that she really could have done more, um, better, made better choices with that two grand. And actually, I do advertise two grand for a billboard was really cheap. That was really cheap. I probably was in an area. Never mind. I, I won't go there. But anyway, um, it did catch his attention. I know some people may feel like, I think she did a good job. That's what she was supposed to do. People, sometimes there's a thing that is called being too anxious. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. So, you know, um, Tyler's got her attention and he basically told her, I know who you are. I've already seen you. And he mentioned the movie that she was in. So, Basically, he was saying, girl, you're doing too much. You didn't have, not have to do all of that. Um, 
And did you guys see the video of the dad having the whole blown out conversation with his baby boy? Oh my God, it is melting everyone's heart. If you have not seen it on social media, um, we're gonna post it too. We'll go ahead and post it. It's so cute, but they're like sitting on the couch, the dad's legs is crossed and he is like, it's like they're talking about the game, but it is the cutest little thing and a little boy's gestures and just how he could understand what his father was saying. It is definitely um, something to see. So oh, also with things to see, did you guys see black celebrities um, at the wearable art gala? We posted some pictures with Tina Knowles Lawson and Richard Lawson and Kelly and Michelle um, and Blue Ivy. I mean, the whole Destiny's Child, Beyonce, Beehive family was there, okay? Um, Tiffany Haddish was also there. And of course, Tyler Perry, uh, Robin Givens was there and Layla Hathaway had on a beautiful uh, gown. But anyway, they were dressed in nine people. They stepped up and they stepped out for this wearable art gala we've got to i've got to figure out an event to do where you know we can do the same thing we're not entertainers but um we need to be able to step out in these royal garments and you know coming to zumanda <laughs> coming back to uh, america what is that movie called coming to america duh crystal this is why i need a call host somebody be like uh crystal that is not what the movie is called but coming to america we need a coming to America themed event. I've seen people try to do it, but I don't know if it was that successful. But anyway, I'm not going to give anybody any ideas on this podcast. I will think of it and God will give it to me. But um, listen, are you guys, who are you rooting for for the championship? Uh, Golden State? Any, any Golden State Warriors out there or Toronto Raptors? Well, listen, I don't know if you actually saw, but um golden state warrior investor mark steven yeah get out of here mark mark was banned from the game so basically um mark pushed on one of the players i can't think of what player it was but he had the audacity to think that he owned everybody and everything and um decided that he was going to push and put his hands literally on one of the players so all the former NBA players absolutely came to the defense and said, mm-mm, nah, that's not happening. Um, yeah, you, you won't be you won't be doing that anymore. That's that that's not that's not about to happen here on our watch. So yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> Sorry. You don't own us. Anyway, um I don't know if um this movie, guys, when they see us, I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen it, but it took me a minute. It took me a few minutes. It took me um, several times pausing this movie on Netflix because I was just blown back. I was so blown back. Um, if you don't know, um, there is a movie that is out right now, and it is depicting the story of the Central Park Five. Um, those were the five black young men that were prosecuted in New York um, back in the 80s. I was raised in the 80s. Um, back in the 80s uh, for the rape of a white woman uh, in Central Park. And all five of them were convicted, sent to prison, 
and did long, extensive sentences. One of the young men, um, he was 16 years old at the time, so he went to prison and he went to, I believe it's, um, do they call it Rikers Island? Yeah, maybe I watched too many movies. But anyway, um, he did hard time, people. And you can even tell in the movie that the young man um, may have had some, 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 some challenges, some learning disabilities of some sort. And um, just was heart wrenching. It was definitely heart wrenching as a mother of a young black male to watch. Um, it was heart wrenching of a woman um, just already having somewhat of an understanding of our black men in today's society and the things that they face. It was very hurtful. Um, it was very hurtful and it, it was hurtful to see the story and just how it took a toll on even the families um, and the things that were lost. And so those young men are now out of prison. Um, they did go ahead and sue um, the state of New York. And those people that were involved in their prosecution, including the prosecutor, Linda Fairstein, um, yeah, she's being handled too. See, God take care of everybody. Look, he take care of everybody. Everybody. All y'all. All y'all from Africa. <laughs> anyway, look, he gonna take care of all y'all. Um, but he basically, she is um, a writer and she was publishing books at the time. And so the publishing company has dropped her. <laughs> See you later, Linda. See you later, Linda. No, no, no. Linda, no here. No here. So anyway, we're saying bye-bye. So I'm saying bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Linda. We won't be seeing or hearing from Linda writing any books anymore. And so next, guys, Megan Thee Stallion. I know that you've heard me talk about Megan Thee Stallion and um, who is she? Remember, we went through that whole time period trying to figure out who Megan Thee Stallion was and what she was singing about. Well, Megan has found her some publicists and her publicists are basically has her out doing um, community service events with her fans. And the events have been titled Hottie Beach Cleanup Invaded. <laughs> they basically invaded Santa Monica Pier in California. Um, so Megan's fans have been greeting um, greeting the Santa Monica Pier with supplies and having everything that they need to do their community service. But anyway, Megan Thee Stallion, if you haven't heard her, Big Booty Freak, Big, Big, Big Booty Freak, how, however the song goes. Yeah, that's Megan out there getting more Big Booty Freaks to do the Hottie Beach cleanup. <laughs> ah. Anyway, I love it. Okay. Um, so listen, TMZ has blasted, um, out the business of my soror. Look, if y'all don't know, don't come for us. Don't come for us and don't come for ours. You may have gotten on here before and have heard me talk about my illustrious sisterhood, the women of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. I've been a member since 1996. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, listen. 
Um, T.I.'s sister, if you don't know, passed away. She was um, a member of our um, sorority. And TMZ got on to their uh, network and basically discussed the cause of death. Um, Her cause of death. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't look into it because I didn't want to. Um, The bottom line is she's no longer here. Um, She's no longer here. It is disheartening to her family. It is disheartening to her friends. And it is disheartening to her soul wars. And no one needs to be reminded almost a month later um, about her death, period. Because we know that she's no longer here. Nor do we need to have the details, um, especially without being immediate family members. That was private TMZ. But TMZ, you know, hey, they always know how to take them. They know when to hold them and fold them and know when to walk away. And anyway, TMZ said, we reported the news of T.I.'s sister. And basically, we shouldn't have done that. (laughs) That's basically what they said. They said, we shouldn't have done that. No, we we shouldn't have done that. So, um, yeah, yeah, you guys really shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have published that and put that information out there. But you did. And guess what happened? Y'all know what happened, right? You already know what happened. T.I. gave them the business, as he always does. I love him. I love him. I love him. I, I, I do. I do. I just, he's, he's just, there's something about when a black man takes a stance and he is just like political and active in the community. Woo. Baby girl. I'm not going to be like old girl on Instagram, but um, she is from the D by the way. But anyway, listen, T.I. gave him the business. So he shut that all down and I don't know. Will we, will there be a lawsuit? That kind of is defamation of character. I'm no attorney. I just played one <laughs> in the courtrooms. Anyway, so um, if you guys did not see me, and let me just say that this is um, this is our worthy chic alert that Taraji P. Henson uh, went before Congress to discuss mental illness among Black youth, um, and that it is how it is a national crisis. Uh, she actually broke down in front of Congress, giving her testimony. If you don't know, Taraji P. Henson um, discussed the death of her um, child's father and the death of even her father and even her son having to go and see a counselor um, of how to deal and how to cope with the death. And so um, Taraji is definitely talking about that. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more um, about a few things that have also occurred and um, mental illness is, is it's, it's key, guys. It's key to have good health, good mental health. And sometimes when you struggle to have good mental health, and it could be the simplest thing. It's not, it's not that you have a mental health issue all the time. It could just be that life has happened. And in the Black community, I mean, when I went to high school, <laughs> I, 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 I witness shootings, you know, so we all, um, depending on where you grew up and how you grew up, you may have dealt with some traumatic issues. And so as a black man, you know, the, the growing up in, um, in, in our communities where sometimes where tragedies happen every hour and, you know, you might've been there, you might've been around or you might've witnessed something. 
Um, it could be the loss of a loved one, like Taraji was stating. And sometimes it's difficult to handle that and manage that. Um, I recall being at a movie screening for a Fat Boys movie. I was raised in the 80s. <laughs> I was raised in the 80s. And um, they got to shooting in the movie theater. And the guy next to me um, was shot and a bullet grazed my shoulder. I, I'll never forget. Like the bullet grazed my denim jacket. And I, I remember telling my cousins, it hit me. It hit me. And they're like, no, it didn't. But we were running. We were hiding. And, you know, that was traumatic, too. And that was just one instance. And I think I probably was 12, you know. So um, and I'm a female. I can't even compare what black men go through. Um, but we'll talk about that also. Actually, speaking of that, we just posted on our site um in regards to an interview that Common did on Big Boy's Neighborhood. Um, Common got on to talk about actually his new album, um, his new song actually, which is entitled Her Love. And he also wanted to talk about the book that he's written and how he feels about mental health and the mental health, um, the therapy that he actually um, received. And so, common very 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 interesting video um he's talking about definitely his new song his new music but he's also and shout out to my city of detroit y'all gonna hear me always talk about 313 my city of detroit but um he did it um the music with uh, some music from jay dilla uh jay dilla who passed away some years ago um was just a musical genius and so he does definitely talks about that and highlights jay dilla but then also he's talking about um, he wrote in his book about uh, being molested as a child and how those things started to come out in his relationships. He mentions his his relationship with Serena Williams was really when he saw after their breakup that he kept doing the same things and it was the same repeat behavior. And um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in some of our hot topic of things that have occurred and happened um, in your childhood. And he was raised in the eighties and things that he didn't talk about. And they came up later on in life and just how he, um, probably treated women. He didn't say that, but probably treated women and just some behavior patterns that he established and just how, how important, um, it is to seek counseling and how good it is. Um, it's a good thing. I've been to counseling therapy sessions, uh, for family reasons, um, for reasons of, of loss of, of my mom um, at a young age and trying to figure out how to cope. And it really is a good, healthy thing. It does teach you uh, through life um, really how to, I always have problems saying this word. This is so retarded, but compartmentalize. <laughs> I got it out. <laughs> um, I had to slow down. Um, but it really does teach you how to section some things off in your life and really give you a good balance. So that's what we'll definitely be talking about. But comment, go check out the video. Go check out the video. We put it on our page. And then lastly, for entertainment news, and we're going to take a quick break. Um, you know, they say, you know, if you hang around wealth, then you'll be well, right? It's like company you keep, that's kind of who you become. Well, look, Rihanna has been listed in Forbes earlier this week. She's out celebrating somewhere in the islands on a vacation, but she is the wealthiest female musician in the world. Did you hear that? 
She is the wealthiest female musician in the world. Not Beyonce, not Madonna, although they're close. She's the wealthiest. So um, Forbes has reported that she estimated a fortune of 600 million bucks. Now, we do know that Rihanna has the Fenty line that blew up overnight, making multiple millions uh, millions of dollars. Um, she has a clothing line. She's got her hands on all types of things. But I say all of that to say that, I mean, she's rolling with this billionaire boyfriend. Uh, what's his name? I don't know his name. But anyway, I'll have it when I come back. Um, and so Madonna was close to second with $570 million. I'll have a look into what else Madonna has. I think she has some products as well. Then Celine Dion is $450 million and Beyonce is $400 million. But that's okay because Beyonce can be $400 million because Jay-Z is the next, is the billionaire. So you take $1 billion or however many billion with the $400 million, they, 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 I, they, they gonna be all right. <laughs> anyway, listen, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna be back we're gonna talk about the sheep boutique and um what we've got in the store i got some little um some items some nice little chic beauty tip items and then we're gonna talk about our hot topic our hot topic i am raised in the 80s and are you really raising your kids because people out here lying and stealing and stuff and i just remember my mom used to say and I sure remember what the Bible says. So anyway, we're going to talk about um, being raised in the 80s and what that really meant and how it's not the same today. All right. So we'll be back and maybe we'll have a special guest. Hmm, I'll see. I'll be working on it. <laughs> see you in a minute. We're JJ Fat and we're here to rock. <laughs> oh my God. I was raised in the 80s for real. I used to beatbox. Okay. I just told the whole world, whoever decides to listen. I used to beatbox in the classroom. I thought I was Dougie Fresh and, you know, one of the fat boys that did all the beatboxing and stuff. But anyway, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. What's up, people? You have just stepped back into. Ah, the patio edition. As I said, it, it was this nice breeze that just came across. And um, yeah, so we're out here at the patio for the living room, um, for the living room of Worthy Chic Shack. So if you're just joining us, you got to go back and listen. That's what you got to do. You got to start back over, push rewind. I don't think it's like a rewind, but anyway, just start back over. Uh, we already talked about our, our entertainment news and we're just going to dive right into fashion ladies you know you know we're about style and fashion and beauty right and those spring looks so ladies i don't know if you realize but the prairie trend it's what's in so those kind of like mm, i would say matrony dresses that look like you're just gonna start singing um some mary poppins songs or something but those <laughs> those dresses are what's in so like more of the ruffles and more of the um cotton material uh blended cotton material with like the holes and the mesh look um that's in with the flowy dresses and some of them short with 
you know, kind of like a cowboy style look almost, but they're calling that the prairie look. And if you go inside the Worthy Sheep Boutique, we do have a couple of, couple of those dresses that are in the boutique that are listed. I, one of them is like the very first one that you'll see. It's white and it's got all of these cutouts in it. Oh my God, that dress is so soft. It's really, really nice. Um, and it's really cute, but it is a part of the prairie theme for the summer. So ladies, get those prairie dresses. We will be adding some more to the site. And also sandals, slides, and flip-flops. Oh my God, I'm such a flip-flop girl. I'm, I, was, I, I really love heels. Um, and we'll be adding some of those too, but those slides and those flip-flops and those cute little sandals, log on this weekend. We're gonna start adding them as things are coming in um, and give you a few looks. And speaking of feet, speaking of feet, speaking of feet, well, hey, Cassandra. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So if, I don't know if you guys can hear, but I've got my soror Cassandra with me today. So I'm not alone in the room. She says she's not going to say much, but it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's really, okay. it's okay. It's really okay. But we're talking about, Cassandra, we're talking about sandals, like sandals. And everybody, I wear a size seven and a half, eight. And sometimes I hear people that say that they wear bigger sizes. They have a hard time finding shoes. Yes, we do. I wear, I wear a size 10. Okay. And I think 10 is a very popular size because every time I go to buy my sandals, I have to get them at the beginning of the season versus in the season because when I wait into the season, they always out of my size. Okay. Well, guess what? We found out where you can go find your shoes, like now, okay. like right now. So for what they call the larger feet women, Nine West is always a good place to get shoes. Zappos, um, Stuart Wiseman, which is sold a lot of times at Nordstrom's, and then Nordstrom's itself. They're saying that they always carry larger size shoes. And they didn't really mention this, but Nordstrom's Rack, do you go out to Nordstrom's Rack at all? Not often. Nordstrom's Rack always has a section with like 10, 11, 12 sizes. So ladies, there won't be any excuses. You have, you're gonna find you some summer sandals. And I'm also trying to locate those sizes as well. So on the website, we have um, our curvy girls, and I'm also looking for the larger size shoes. So just give me a moment, but we'll have them. So you will be hooked up, hooked up. So Sandy, now you know where to find your shoes. Good looking out. <laughs> I'm gonna head out there and get you. All right, all right. So listen, we've got also some. Um, chic beauty tips, just a few. You know, last time when I mentioned, I mentioned one of the Fenty bronzer and I think it was like the Fenty lip gloss and I had to go out and go buy that stuff myself and I love it. So now we have um, found like these face wipes, face wipes and deodorant wipes. So ladies, you know, in the summertime, how, okay, we just, it's ladies on here, fellas, you're probably on here too. But you ever see somebody and it's like mm, under the arm, it's like almost this white look with this deodorant and you're like okay so what's going on well guess what you can now purchase the pacifica underarm deodorant wipes with coconut milk and essential oil so if your skin is a little sensitive that'll be great for you and then also i found these um these toilets they're the fair toilets and they um they're like witch hazel and they clean out your pores and your skin. So great face wipes. So anyway, check those out. Check those out. All right, people. So listen. Oh, my goodness gracious. You know, I really didn't find a what the chic moment for this week. Um, 
But I did think of our amazing topic. And that's why I wanted to talk about how I was um, raised in the 80s. Okay. Raised in the 80s. You know, I just identified that there are a lot of people that are deceitful. So a lot of deceit and lying that has started to take place in adults. And it's like, who raised you? Who raised you? So I don't know if you were on Facebook, but or Instagram or any of our social media platforms, but I basically put a post up today and said, raised in the 80s. My mama used to say, I just sit back and listen to it. Let me let me just let me read this how she would say it, okay? Um, it is an insert from my from one of from my book, from the second um, volume of my book, and that is called Life of a Worthy Chick. And basically my mom would say, you know what? I just sit back and listen. And at how many times you gonna sit and lie to my face? How many times you gonna sit and lie to my face, Crystal? I'm gonna sit back and, and listen. I just sometimes sit back and let you lie. I sit back and let you lie. Um, and think, and I just think about how, how you think you're going to get away with this without me saying anything. But when I knock your head off, you're going to know why I knocked your head off. So I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what she used to say. She used to basically say that she would give me chances to correct my lie. She would give me chances over the simplest things. See, Lying was beat out of me. I'm not a liar. I'm not a good liar. You can ask any one of my friends. I'm going to tell you the flat out truth and suffer consequences before I tell a big old lie. And even if I didn't say it, because I'm not going to make myself perfect, but even if I decided that mm, I'm going to try to lie, I'm about to tell the truth in about 5.3 seconds because I can't hold it. I can't hold it. I feel bad. I feel convicted. I, I can't hold a lie. So, but here's the thing. My mother would just basically say, you know, I'm not raising you to become a lying adult. I used to lie over cleaning my bedroom. Did you clean your room? Yes. Did you clean your room? Yes. Did you clean the bed? Yes, I did. Can I go outside now? Mm-hmm, go on outside. That's what she should do. Go just, yeah, go on outside. She knew I didn't clean the room. And she'd ask me again. Okay, yeah, you go outside again. Did you clean under that bed? Mm-hmm. Did you did you clean your clothes out in the closet? Did you fold your clothes up? Mm-hmm. Yep, I did it. I did it. Mm-hmm. Did you wash the dishes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I did it. She knew that I had not done it. But she would just say, okay. And I remember one specific day, she let me go outside two days in a row, knowing, knowing that I had told a lie. And it was the third day that she said, now look me in my face. I want you to look me in my face again, and I want you to tell me, did you do what I asked you to do? And I sat there and I stumbled, and before I could get out again another, yeah, bam. I was, I was, I was disciplined. And so, you know, being raised in the 80s, we were disciplined. That's really what this, this story is talking about. Just how we were actually disciplined and how we were expected to tell the truth for those of us that were disciplined. Because clearly, I'm noticing a lot of people that seem to forgot that they was disciplined or they weren't disciplined definitely the way that I was disciplined. Because lying was like, no, you're not going to get away with this. And one thing that she would say to me is, um, is, and when I wrote about it, I said, 
I got the bake the brakes beat off of me for lying about cleaning the dishes or my room. My mom would say, if you lie about this, what else are you going to lie about or be sneaky about? And always she would end the statement and say, I'm not raising no lying beep adult. And she would say to me, she would sit me down and she would say, I need you to understand. First of all, my mother was good for pulling out that Bible. Okay. And she was not um, the sister in the church. She wasn't, you know, back in the church selling cookies and, you know, whatever. She wasn't one of those women. My mama was just the one that would shoot. Get everybody on the block told. Okay. <laughs> but she she loved God. She loved the word of God. And she spent the time to teach me the word of God. I, I thank God truly for her. Um, but she would sit down and she would, you know, bring out the Bible. And not just the Bible. She'd bring out the Bible, the dictionary, the thesaurus. Oh my God, I had to go and I had to get a whole understanding of what it meant to lie. Um, but she would bring out the Bible. So, you know, there's a few, there's quite a few scriptures that talk about um, lying and God loves truthful speech and truth tellers. Um, the Bible says, Proverbs 3, 3 through 4, do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. You know, those are true statements. Like, out of the abundance of the heart is also a, a, another biblical verse. But out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So in your heart, if your heart is full with lies, that's what you're going to tell. That's flat out what you're going to tell. You're going to be running around here telling a bunch of lies and so I think when I see now adults lying or being deceitful and sometimes a lie is not necessarily what you say it is still what you don't say it's how you sneak and how you do things and think that no one sees them like you got away with something and then when you get away with it it's like oh okay can I get away with it again oh okay can I get away with it again oh okay Ladies, I think y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, you deal with that with your children. But if you're single and dating, you probably deal with it with men. And even if you're married, you probably have dealt with it with your husband. If you have any type of marital, marital issues where there is a mate that's cheating on you, if you've ever just been cheated on before, how many times was the lie told before you really said enough is enough? Or... How many times was nothing said and you just watched someone be deceitful and they thought you didn't know it. They just they just assumed that you didn't know. And, you know, it boils down to just reminds me of a child that was not disciplined. It reminds me of a child that got away with so much that nobody ever stopped them to say there will be life consequences when you do this. See, they didn't have a Charlene. <laughs> Charlene will get you told. Charlene would say, okay, you want to lie today? All right, that's fine. When you find yourself behind bars, you're going to remember that I told you about not lying. 
when you find yourself, you know, I mean, I don't think that that's something that she exactly said to me, but those are examples that she would give about people that tell lies. Um, my niece wrote a paper this week. I'm trying to think of um, what the wording was. Oh gosh, I should have I should have contacted her before this because her teacher had her really write a paper on um, consequences, consequences for things that happen and the action um, that are taken. I'm gonna text her while we are actually on this call. I'm going to text her. Is that the convenience of this while I'm recording a podcast? What was your topic? For your paper this week. There we go. All right. So, um, because I was like, she and I really had a deep discussion about her paper this week. One, because I had to be on her head about getting it done. Like, you don't procrastinate, you get this done and you study and you find the research for it. But anyway, I'll wait for her to text back. Um, but the Bible is really clear on what God thinks about liars. And if this is what God thinks about liars, fellas, if you're listening, it doesn't matter what your wife thinks. It doesn't matter what your girlfriend thinks or the example that you could possibly be setting for your children. The bottom line is what you think you get away with, you don't get away with. Women, when you're out here being deceitful and you're lying, what you think you get away with, you don't get away with. Let me tell you one of my biggest issues, and I'm just being open and honest, in a relationship. If there was ever a time that I did something wrong, I told the truth. And anybody that I had ever dated knew that, okay, if I ask her, she might tell me the truth. And I may not want to know the truth. I've, I've had a couple relationships end because I told the flat out truth. Yeah, so you went and you was cheating. And you went to go see her. And why you went to go see her, then I went over here to go see him. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. <laughs> and, you know, not in a way to, like, put something in somebody's face. But it was, I don't know how to do what you do. I went through that stage once in my life, and that's volume three of the book, where, you know, a woman can't do what a man does, period. And don't even try to do it because it makes you a very, mm, it doesn't make your heart good. And that's what I saw, that I have to control my heart. So regardless if I do something right, regardless if I've done something wrong, I'm a flat-footed, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. I'm not about to be deceitful and be trying to hide. And no, I'm just going to flat out tell it. And you know, yeah, you could say just don't do it. Yeah, that's another thing. Just don't do it. Don't do it. And so I've learned that. Don't do it because I don't want to have to face the fact that I'm going to have to tell you that I did it. <laughs> oh, God, help me. The Lord has me being so transparent in this season of my life. And I just pray and hope, pray and hope that it helps a whole lot of people. Okay? I needed to help a whole lot of people because your girl is out here. Anyway. Um, the Bible talks about lying lips are an abomination of the Lord, but those that deal faithfully are his delight. That is Proverbs 12, 22. Um, and then there's another scripture that says, he who speaks truth tells what is right, but a false witness deceit. 
Um, also, that's Proverbs 12, 17. Just go to Proverbs. You're going to hear all about lying. Um, but Proverbs 13, 5 says, a righteous man hates falsehood. I, yeah, I hate it. Um, but a wicked man acts disgustingly and shamefully. Um, and then Proverbs 14, 5 says, a trustworthy witness will not lie, but a false witness utters lies. Um, oh Lord, I'm reading deceiving people in order to get financial help is worse than being poor. Okay. Well, I'm going to let that marinate in my spirit. <laughs> I didn't deceive nobody. I didn't. I didn't. I did not. Didn't lie, no taxes. Didn't deceive nobody. Okay, Jesus, we're going to come off the air and he's going to deal with me about a couple of things. Nothing major. But anyway, um, but yeah, so we have to see. Look how simple that is. I woke up this morning repenting about some stuff. I did with all transparency. I, I had to repent about some things that God showed me when I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, I did do that. Oh, dang. Oh, I was out of line. Okay, Lord. And I went into prayer and I repented. And that's all that I'm really talking about. I'm not throwing stones to say, oh, you lied. You you wrong. You're not in God. You're going to hell and da 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 da. No, I'm just saying that we all gotta get this. We just gotta work on some stuff. We gotta get this right, and we gotta check our hearts. That's really what it's about. Check your heart. Check your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, bottom line is, what is in your heart? Is truth in your heart? Is righteousness in your heart to do right by people? Do you want to really do right by people or do you think that you're just constantly getting away, getting away, getting away, getting away with deceit and with lying and stealing? And my mama used to say this. If you lie, if you lie, you will steal. And if you steal, you will cheat. And if you cheat, you will kill. When will it end? That's what she would tell me. And so she would tell me, so, Crystal, don't tell a lie. Because that one lie can cause you to start getting comfortable with that lie. She would explain to me like, it's, she's like, it's, it's like a drug. You get comfortable with lying and you're like, okay, good. Cool, I'm good at this. Bam, I'm lying. All right. Mm, now I'm going to steal something. Oh, I like how that feel. I'm going to steal it again. Mm, I'm going to steal some more. I'm going to steal some more. And it's like a game. You think you're getting away with stuff. You know, I, I, I spoke with um, someone a couple of weeks back. I woke up and um, someone came to mind and I just put it like that. And um, I said, they weren't allowed to play outside as a kid. And she was like, what? I said, they weren't allowed to play outside as a kid because everything now to them in their adult life is a game. It's a game. Like they just want to find new things that they can play with new things and you know and it wasn't even somebody's probably thinking this is about a, a man trying to cheat with a bunch of women it wasn't that this particular person is just crafty and likes to do crafty things I'll just put it that way and those things are illegal and um it's it's like no matter how many times they kind of get caught and or their hand gets hit it's like they're constantly still looking to do it again and so what the Lord showed me was they didn't play when they were a kid. They didn't have the time to play. So I, I say all of that to say, I also mentioned in this podcast 
how are you raising a liar? You know, being born and raised in the born and raised, I wasn't born in the 80s, but being raised in the 80s, we had something really, really good. We had grandmamas and grandparents and aunties and uncles that at any given time, you could get disciplined by anybody. You could get checked by anybody and you would be dealt with. It wasn't just, oh, well, she did that because, nah, my auntie would check me before my mama could check me. And I had to listen to her. And that is what builds and creates strong adults. One, to identify, one for us to see that don't let your children get away with stuff. If they are back talking an adult, you are to check them and you are to discipline them. Um, I had a friend the other day, actually my godson, he's four years old, but he is, woo, he's going through something. And um, he can be very stubborn. And his mama was like, okay, I done whooped him. I done whooped him like five times. And I said, don't, don't whoop him. Don't whoop him. Now you, you, you can't even whoop him like that. Like he's not getting a 10-year-old whooping. He's getting a four-year-old spanking. And now you got to figure out what to take from him. You got to figure out what's going to mean something to him and a way to discipline him. But you can't let him get away with it. And I know as single moms sometimes, or even as married women, I see married women, that would, you know, they have husbands in the household and the husband is working so much that they have problems disciplining their children. And they let them get away with stuff. I want you parents to think about when you let your children get away with stuff. When they back talking, you let them get away with it because you're just tired and you don't have the energy because you've been working all day or whatever. And they did something in school and you just like, don't do it again. Don't, he not going to do it again. Just don't do it again. All right. All right okay. Well, guess what's going to happen when he get older? He's going to be doing a lot of stuff because you didn't tell him the consequences or show him the consequences. And I know that there's a generation out here that feels like they were abused because they were disciplined. Because now that's what society wants our children to think. Oh, you were abused, something happened. Oh, that was traumatic. Oh, no, you're not running around here like the rest of these knuckleheads. You're not in, you're not in prison. You're not, you're not, um, you're not in jail. You're not, you know, it, it's just, there's a lot of things you're not dead how about that you're not dead you are alive you are well and shout out to all of the high school graduates and the college graduates um especially our black men shout out to them and shout out to the parents that have done a good job uh parents i will say this if you have a child that's graduated from high school and they are now going to college and they've turned 18 they're adults now this adult parenting is no joke it's no joke. It was before you had the opportunity to teach, to train, and to raise them. Now, you are only going to have the opportunity to pray for them. Because they're going to do what they want to do. What they were raised to do. What they were disciplined about. That's who they're going to be. And we're going to have to continue to pray. That even the mistakes that we make as parents. Because there may be someone listening like, I never whipped my child. Or I never disciplined him. And maybe that's how he's out of control now. This isn't a place for you to take guilt. It's just the time to pray. Even more. And if you're an adult that's listening and you say, yeah, you know, I got this characteristic in me where I, I, I am deceitful a lot. I'm a deceitful to people I know that love me. 
I'm deceitful to a lot of people. And if you're like even common that had to say, hey, I needed to get some counseling because something had happened in my childhood that I kept treating, you know, I was in these relationships and the thing, same thing keep happening. So if you're a man and you're like, you know, I've had, I, I've had a great woman in my life, but I can't seem to keep her. Or I've had some great women, but I, I seem to mess it up all the time. What is it? You got to check your heart and you got to see, am I a liar? Am I deceitful? And if so, how can I get this out of me? Because it's a foul, funky, funky, funky spirit. Funky. That's a foul spirit. And that means that there's issues in the heart. There's some matters of the heart going on. And hey, as Common said, he went to counseling. Counseling is always good. It's always good. It's healthy. Because you might not only just help yourself, but I wonder how Serena Williams now feels, even though she's married, even though she has a child, to know that it wasn't her, but it was him. And some things that were done to him that caused him to be in this place that he's in. So listen, people, I hope that helped. I hope that helped a lot. It didn't even help me. I got some scriptures to go read and get back on my face because um, <laughs> I told you, if you've been listening to the show, I ain't going to ever claim to get on here and be perfect. We all make mistakes and we all do some things wrong. And even in my own parenting, I didn't have a book. You know, I'm sure that there are some things that I possibly did wrong. But guess what? There's some things that I will hold my ground to that I know I did right. I know I did right. My son won't be out here robbing no grocery stores, no gas stations. He ain't going to knock no woman upside her head. There's a whole lot of list of stuff that I bet you he better not do. Because I will be on the plane. <laughs> Even still. No. But just kidding. No. Just, just knowing that, you know, when you have raised these children... It's good to know that you know that you put enough in them. You put something good in them. And I thank God for my mama. I really do. I, I, I thank God for her that she she put something good in me. And that was the word of God. In a way that she saw fit for it to truly resonate. I learned by actions. Whew, I made mistakes. I did all kinds of stuff. But I had to learn, too, that one, there were going to be consequences to my actions. But that God loves me. He's a loving God. He's not a God of punishment, people. He's not a God that just hands out punishments. But I think of God sometimes as even my mother did. He sits. He waits. He know you done did something wrong. He know you done did it wrong again. And there she goes again. And there he goes again. This is third or fourth time. And now he's coming and getting in my face, acting like I ain't seen nothing. Am I good? Am I good? Hey daddy, how you doing? Hey, hey. That's how some of that's how some of some some of us be going to God after we didn't did something over and over again. I did I did that before. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, 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 hey daddy, but see the difference is I knew better. This is what I know. I go to God with all my stuff, flaws and all, butt booty naked. It ain't nothing that I don't allow God to first of all he knows he's all knowing so why hide but I come to him with it yep I did this on this day I did this and you probably did give me an exit and I took it anyway and uh okay I shouldn't have did that but he's a loving father 
But guess what? He watches us. He sees the things that we do over and over and over again. And all he wants is just like my mom said, look at me in my eye and tell me the truth. Mm. I think that's enough revelation. Look God in the eye and tell him the truth. Look in the eye and tell him the truth. Don't lie again. Don't do it again. Because maybe that third, fourth time, there will be some actions that take place. Be careful how you treat people. Especially God's chosen. (laughs) Be careful how you treat people. And especially God's chosen. He says, touch not my anointed. Bring my prophets no harm. Anyway, people, it's Friday. It's Friday. We have given you entertainment news. I done told you how to go wash your face. <laughs> I done told you how to clean up under your underarms with your deodorant stains. Anyway, look, girls, ladies, women, chicks. What's up, y'all? Look, it's been a good time. I'm enjoying this brief out here on the patio. And Miss Cassandra stamped in the room with us today. Shout out to her. Shout out to Nay. Nay, we got to do something about these workouts, you know? But anyway, people, um, enjoy your weekend. Um, I hope you pray about some of the things that were said. I hope you share this. Can you share this? Share with your people. Let people hear. Let people listen. I know this is like an unconditional way of spreading the gospel, but... I'm just going to do me. You just do you. I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me. (laughs) I was raised in the 80s, baby. But anyway, love you. I love the Lord. Have a great weekend. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. on. Because a couple times I don't pray. All the time I don't pray when I get out of here. But let's just pray. Father God, we just thank you. Thank you for truth. We thank you for truth, God. We thank you for a truthful heart. Lord God, we ask that this word does not fall on deaf ears, that somebody heard this word, Father, and that they heard you. They didn't hear Crystal with all the jokes, but that they heard you, that they heard you, Father, and that they heard how you truly want us to be, how you truly want us to speak and to speak truth and how much you love someone that is truthful, that is honest. God, we thank you for giving us breath in our bodies to get it right. We thank you. Father God, we repent for sins knowing and unknown on this day. And we just thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for all the love that you even still show us. Sometimes when we get it wrong and get it wrong and act like we doing something right or act like you don't know, Father, we thank you. Your grace is sufficient. And I ask that you bless everyone that is listening and bless everyone that is supporting Father God, that they spread the word. This is your word. It ain't mine. Let you be glorified. And we just give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. All right, people, I'll see you next week. Who knows what we're going to talk about next week? Oh, Lord. And who knows what's going to happen in entertainment? Anyway, I'm out of here. Enjoy your weekend. It is worthy. Chic chat. Chic chat. Chic chat. (laughs) How you living? Talk to you soon. Bye bye.